Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories. Some are profound and challenging, while others are more common and relatable, shared with honesty and humor. But all of these stories reveal what God can do in our lives when we trust Him with the details. Thanks for joining us. everyone, this is your host Kelly from the Storytellers Live team. On each episode, you'll hear a different woman share her story of God's transforming love. These stories are recorded in a live setting at weekly local gatherings where we're aiming to build community through sharing, connecting, and encouraging one another. Most importantly, these stories reveal the faithfulness of God and how He can take what's ordinary and broken and exchange it for extraordinary and redeemed. Today's story comes from Vestavia, one of our Birmingham communities. Meredith opens up about a topic that I would say nine out of 10 women wrestle with, and that is body image. Meredith shares her journey of finding balance with both food and exercise. And even more recently, her discovery that she could find stress release and peace solely in the Lord when an injury prevented her from running or working out. Listen to her story to find out the key step in her process of finding freedom. Freedom from diet pressures, body comparisons, emotional eating, guilt, all those traps that steal our joy and our confidence. Here's Meredith. Okay, so I just want to start and say, like, for sure, my my sin struggle is totally just body image. And it's not even like, it's pride and vanity, but it's not even like clothes I wear or my hair and makeup. Like, it's totally like if you said I had to gain five pounds, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, my thighs will touch, like... It stresses me out, and that's my sin, and I have to give it to Jesus every day. And so I just really, like, have an image in my head of how I want to look and how I want to feel, and and that's my sin that I deal with. But um, for sure, I feel like it's generational. Like, for example, my um, my grandmother, like, when she was, like, 99 and we'd go visit her, like, she lived at home. Um, and... <laughs> um, we would go over there and like, it was just normal conversation to just like, she'd always tell us what she weighed and how much broccoli she ate and how much chocolate she ate. Like she was confessing how much chocolate she had to us and sweet Bernie, she's in heaven now, but we are, we are so much alike. Like we are so much alike. Like, and it's just like how I grew up. Like it just, it's just something normal you talk about. You talk about what you weigh, you talk about what you've eaten, you confess if you've had chocolate, like just all of that. So um, and I have to laugh, y'all. She missed my brother's wedding. It was in Atlanta, and she didn't go because she didn't want her dress to get wrinkled. And when I, like, we were like, Vernie, you could change when we get there. Like, we, like, said everything we could say, like, to try to get her to come. But um, this morning when I got in my car, I was like, I'm not going to buckle up because it's not far, and my shirt will get wrinkled. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Lord. I was like, I'm just like Vernie. Like, it's so, like, genetic, and I can't help it, and I'm vain, and I have to give it to Jesus every day. So, but anyway, okay, so I grew up in a Christian home. And I'm so thankful for that. And in Birmingham, I grew up in Birmingham. And if we missed church, dad would do like a Bible club in the living room. Like we never missed. Like we were always fed the word. And I'm I'm real thankful for that. And um, I must say, like, I think from like a lot of y'all can probably relate growing up in the Bible Belt. Like I don't have like a day where I'm like, ask Jesus in my heart and I've changed and I'm, I'm new. I didn't really have that. It was just kind of like an evolving relationship with him. Like I just feel like I just grew up in church and I always prayed to him even when I was little and I just it's like always been evolving I mean of course I've grown a lot but so I'm really thankful for that and um 
for sure a passion that like this passion that the Lord gave me, I always wanted to be a mom. Like, um, like I remember my prayer just growing up and even in high school is always like, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for today. And thank you for dying on the cross for me. And please, Lord, let me have a husband and have babies. Like I just always like, and I played with baby dolls, y'all. It was borderline inappropriate. Like I was probably getting, I was, I was probably getting boobs. It was like seventh grade. And I love babies. Like I would go to the grocery store and just stare at the bottles and the bibs. Like I was like, mom, go look at the baby stuff. Like I just always like wanted to be a mom. So anyway, so that's for sure a desire of my heart that the Lord gave me. Um, so then let's go from there. Uh, like high school, I loved high school. It was great. It was so fun. I had so much fun in high school. I started dating a guy, um, like a week before high school started. I was 14 and I started dating him and there was for sure some like unhealthy body image expectations and like things I should say and, and stuff like that. But, um, for sure, kind of like, like you're the girl that People look at when you walk in the room and you should be that girl, like that kind of thing. I won't go any more into that. But um, so I, I for sure had fun in high school and it was great. And I knew I didn't like school. I do. I like to work out. Um, and so I was like, Mom, I don't think I want to go to college. I want to just get certified after high school and be a trainer. And they were like, OK. And I'm so thankful that they were supportive and let me do my thing and they like, let me do that. So, so needless to say, high school was really fun. Like I, I was like, well, I'm getting a general diploma then. So I took like aerobics and strength training and home ec. <laughs> Y'all, my high school friends are like, yep. And I cheered and I did do English. I think you had to do English all four years, but like, I haven't had, I haven't taken math since like ninth grade, <laughs> but it's okay. It'll work out. Um, so anyway, so yeah, high school was fun. And, and like to think back of myself in high school, I think, oh my gosh, I was so lost and stupid. But of course, I mean, we were young and we are, but I found my journal recently from high school and it really made me feel better because I, I totally did have a relationship with the Lord. Of course, a lot of it was really stupid. Like I think my boyfriend's mad at me and all that, but a lot of it was like true. Like I had a relationship with him and I was talking to him and I had prayer requests and I was thankful. And so I'm real thankful I found that recently because in my mind I think, oh, I was so lost and stupid. But um, so anyway, so for sure the Lord gave me a passion and I loved working out because I took aerobics and all that. So I was like, okay, so I, I graduated and um, I got certified. I became a trainer and I really like had a lot of clients. I bought my own green beetle. It was right when bugs came out and I had the first green one in Birmingham and I was really proud of that. Um and so I was doing great. And I feel like, um, I, I like, I, of course I liked working out, but nutrition was never a big thing. So I just ate like normal, like fast food and just normal stuff that 20 year olds eat, whatever. So I started kind of to feel like swollen. And I remember, I think my boyfriend put me on creatine because, uh, not to make me look more muscular, but it was like, we were just into it. And I was a trainer and I was like, I'm gonna take creatine. Well, I'll, it made me real swollen, but I think it's cause I was still eating Arby's and stuff. <laughs> like to take creatine and then eat fast food. So all of a sudden, that was when like the whispers of the, the lies of the enemy start, started in my ear. And I, it was like, you don't look like a personal trainer. Like who would hire you? You don't look like one. You're just, you're, you know, you're overweight. So that then I started, I was like, well, I'll just start counting calories, whatever. So I started counting calories and um, I did like 600 calories a day of just fruits and vegetables. This is like in, in 2000 when low fat was cool. And, you know, you were scared of fat. So I remember, like, you know, I had a banana for breakfast, a sweet potato at lunch. Like, I had, like, my calories, and I have some willpower. Like, I can do it if y'all want me to. Like, <laughs> like it's it's sad. So 
I did that. Needless to say, I, I, so I wasn't eating enough and I ran six miles a day and I lifted heavy weight. So I got ripped. Like, I mean, you can see all my abs. Like I thought I looked good. I was so hungry, but, <laughs> but I looked really good. And, um, and that was when like the, the compliments started coming in y'all. Like it was just, it was crazy. People were like, you look so good. What are you doing? And that just fed like the eating disorder. And that was just where it went downhill. Like it was just like, oh, well, what else can I do? Oh, I need to do this to like make everybody think that I look good. And it's just so silly. Um, so anyway, y'all, your body, like we, like our bodies are so smart. God made us our bodies very smart and we don't want to starve. So eventually that's why diets don't work. Like if you restrict for a certain amount of time, you're going to just all of a sudden eat the whole house and your metabolism slow down from from restricting and then you're going to binge and all that. So anyway, I would have dreams about chocolate cake. Like I was starving. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and like just thinking about cake and being so hungry. And I do know that I knew I was a little bit too skinny. Like I remember my sister saw me um, in like a brown panties and she was like, oh, mayor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was, you could see my bones and stuff. But um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start having like a cheat day. I called it a fattening day. And I was like, I mean, in 24 hours, I'll just eat, you know, whatever I want. And then I'll start over the next day and go back on my diet. So, um, I would go from my, I'd go to like Edgar's and like get a couple pieces of cake and I would eat it in my car. And then I would drive to Savage's and get a couple, these are all bakeries and have a couple pieces of cake and eat it. It was always in my car. I was always alone when I would binge and, um, and then I would get like a gallon of ice cream and I would eat like half of that. And I do remember it's so gross. Like the skin on the roof of my mouth would come off from eating the ice cream too fast. Like my, it would freeze off, which is, it's so gross. But anyway, so then I was really overfull and felt gross. So if y'all know me, y'all know I'm terrified of vomit. Like, and I've passed this on to my child. Like my daughter's terrified of throw up too. It's great. So I did not make myself throw up ever. I took, um, I would take laxatives. And y'all, X-Lax 20 years ago came in like a chocolate bar form. I don't know if it still does, but I just like threw that in with my binge and I would eat like the whole package. So I had like three chocolate bars of X-Lax and that was like my punishment for eating bad because I was bad, you know, that horrible dieting mentality. So um, needless to say, I'd have horrible stomach cramps and be very sick in the middle of the night. And I would have horrible self-talk and like, you know, you fat A, you shouldn't have eaten like that. You deserve the stomach pain, blah, 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 all that. So um, so slowly but surely, I feel like those fattening days were more more often than the, than the restriction. I was like in this, this cycle where I probably would binge like three or four times a week. And um, I'm not dumb. Like, I knew I couldn't take laxatives all the time. Like, I mean, I knew that. So I would um, overexercise to compensate. So then I'd start being like, well, I'll just run half marathon. Like, I'll do 12 miles tomorrow to practice for my half marathon. So it turned into, like, ec- more of, like, exercise bulimia. And, um, but it's funny because it just, it over, like, a span of time, over, like, six months, I probably went from, like, under 100 pounds to, like, 150. I gained 50 pounds really fast because I was binging all the time. So I just wasn't in a good place. And, um, I was still a trainer and all that. And I just, I just like looking back now, I feel like I was kind of depressed. Like I just wasn't in a good place and just, it was just always like, all I thought about was food. I was either starving or uncomfortably full. Like there was just no normalcy with it. Like I was either eating a vegetable or eating a cake. Um, but anyway, so of course me and my boyfriend broke up. We dated eight years. And so we broke up when I was heavy, of course. And, um, but so I was newly single and I'd never been single before. Um, and y'all wasn't very good at being single. Let's just say I really wanted to be married. So I did stuff that married people do. And I went to bars every weekend. And so I wasn't making really wise decisions. So I was like binging 
just a lot of self-destructive, sad behaviors. Like I was binging and having one night stands and it's just sad. Um, and I think it was around that time I felt like my friends started getting married and y'all know my passion and I want to be married really bad and have babies like that. And then that was taken away. I feel like I had like that insurance in my boyfriend that we dated eight years. I was like, oh, well, we'll get married. Like I have, I always have him. Like I'll be fine. Um, Okay, so I just wasn't in a good place. But, okay, this is ironic. In that year, y'all, I mean, I still was real active at church. So I got baptized. Like, so this year of, like, I was, like, overweight and binging and having one-night stands, and I got baptized. But I don't feel like I need to get baptized again. Like, I really feel like it counted. And I'm super thankful because I feel like the Lord was convicting me of things I was doing. (laughs) Right? Like, I mean, I, I, I had a relationship with him, and my fruits just weren't showing it. I wasn't, like, living out my Christianity. But. I got baptized. Um, and then, y'all, the Lord is so faithful. And he, um, on September 20th, 2003, at a bar, I met Eric Mann. And, um, <laughs> no, I'm going to start right. Um, he, like, fell in love with me when I was at my heaviest. And I just, he just didn't care. He's like, I like curves. Like, it was just funny. We just fell in love so fast. Like, the night we met, we um, talked all night. And it's just it's just funny. Like he just, he's so normal with food. It was like so refreshing. And I feel like the Lord just brought us together. And actually he was going through hard stuff in his life too. And I feel like the Lord knew I was his daughter and that Eric's his son. And he put us together like when we needed each other. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for that. And he really like, I just, you know, when you're in love and happy, like I just got over my eating disorder. Like I just was in love and like we went to restaurants and I didn't think about it anymore. So the binging really slowed down. I didn't count calories anymore, and I just was more normal. But y'all, poor guy, he really likes curves, and, like, my curves went away in, like, a month. <laughs> because, like, if I just am not binging cake, like, my, my butt goes flat. <laughs> I mean, so that's kind of funny, but he's okay. He likes me anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, so we fell in love super fast. Let's see. We got, um, right before we got married, I started fainting a lot and not feeling very good, and so I went and got a checkup. And it ended out that I had hypoglycemia, and I more than likely gave myself that from eating so much sugar and just letting it digest all the time, like eating a whole cake and like, you know. So I for sure have blood sugar issues for sure, and I have to like think about it all the time and make sure I have enough protein um, or I really don't feel very good. So let's say we got married. We didn't date very long, and we got married, and then we had kids right away because, y'all, those first two birth control pills of the pack are super important. Like, like the... <laughs> The pharmacy was closed for Labor Day, and I was like, I mean, the first one, that's a Monday. It was like, whatever. And then, and so I missed the second one, too. I think we were, like, in Atlanta because I think my niece was born or something. So we, like, I just, I, I missed. Anyway, so that's Carson. And then, and then we just kept going after that. So then we had Crawford and then Lydia. So I had three under three for a little while, and so that was hard. I mean, just the slews of life. And so, of course, I still, like, weighed myself every day. But, I mean, I gained 40 pounds with each pregnancy and lost it back in six months. Like, it wasn't, like, a big issue. Um, I feel like I didn't really, like, have that eating disorder. Like, I just was – it was pretty normal. I just ate normal. I ate peanut butter jelly and Cheez-Its and whatever. Just normal pregnant food. And um, so that was was good. And I was just, like, survival mode taking care of babies. And then um, I feel like I started getting migraines. And then I broke my foot and it didn't heal. And so I think – it just never healed back. So I think – the being pregnant or nursing for five years in a row was kind of hard on my body. And I started to not really feel very good. Um, and all this time we're still like, I'm still growing in my faith and we're going to church every Sunday. We started going to church at Highlands when, um, in 05, right when we got married. So I was still growing in my faith and stuff, but I, 
I just didn't feel very good when the kids were little. So um, that was when, in 2011, we did a couples freedom group. And that is when I met Robin. It was at her house. That's where I met her. Um, But I feel like freedom really changed my life and, like, took the veil off my eyes. And I really understood the gospel for the first time. Like, it was just huge in my walk with the Lord. And I feel like I really found true purity and just really felt forgiven. And, like, at the conference, you get prayed over. And so I just feel like like I got prayed over and like I really forgave all those guys I know I don't carry that bondage anymore um because I do feel like I still like I was a believer but I still carried around that sin and shame of my past mistakes and all my sin so I love freedom group and I do feel like yeah I found purity and all of that and I felt so much better I also really learned more about the Holy Spirit and just who he is and just that I mean if Jesus in your heart then the Holy Spirit um the, the temple of the Holy Spirit is in your body. And so that, like, the whole shift of that, I was like, okay, I want to take care of my body because the Holy Spirit's in it. it. Like, it has nothing to do with the scale. Like, I want to honor my body and I want to feel good with my health. Um, it says in 1 Corinthians 6, your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. It is worth the highest price ever paid for anything, the blood of Jesus. You were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your bodies. And um, that was just really struck home for me, and I and I just became more passionate about nutrition and really just taking care of myself to feel good and, and honor my body. So around the same time as I did Freedom, it was like around 2011, and Whole30 was new, and so I did that. And I feel like that is a great elimination diet. It's great to teach you how to, like, look at ingredients and not nutrition facts, like I quit eating Cheez-Its and, I, you know, like eat real whole food and be healthy. Um I did find out that dairy through that for through that elimination diet, dairy was giving me sinus headaches and that's where the migraines were coming from. Um, but, and I really felt better eating that way, but y'all, I ate paleo for like three years. So I feel like, like if I decide that I'm on a diet, like I have willpower and I'm like, I read whole 30 and I'm like, well, a peanut is a legume. So I just eat almond butter now. I don't eat peanut butter because it's a legume and that's what it says. And I'm going to have inflammation. Like I just am very like, if there's a rule, I'm going to follow it with that. And so I didn't have bread, but I'm not celiac. Like, but I didn't have bread because I'm whole 30. Like that's me. I'm whole 30. Like that's just what I am. So, um, so anyway, it's funny, but I, so I can't do a diet with the name. Like I've, I've, totally gotten rid of all of that. Like I just can't, I can't count anything. I'm not going to count macros. I'm not going to count calories. I'm not gonna, um, like keto sounds fun. Cause that's new and I'd love to try it. And, uh, but I'm not going to, <laughs> but it's funny though. Like when I cook, like some of the meals, like I could always do like hashtag keto. Cause it is keto. If you wanted to be, it's also her thir- whole 30, but I mean, I'm gonna have bread tomorrow. So, you know, but anyway, so it is like, it all can be healthy with balance, but I can't, I can't, I just can't go there because I just have to get rid of diet level labels and it just, I just have to have more of a balanced lifestyle. And I feel like with me, I'll feel guilty. Like if I'm paleo and then it's my dad's birthday and it's my favorite chocolate cake and I have cake, I'm going to feel guilty that I had cake because I'm paleo and paleo people don't have dairy and sugar. <laughs> so for me, like, so, so for me being on a diet or like just falling away of eating makes me feel guilty and you can't be guilty and happy at the same time. Like you just can't. And so I'm not happy if I'm like, on a diet. So, so I've learned this way to eat where it's just not so black and white. Like there's not like a list. It's more like a gray area and just how I know how to eat. And I eat not for what my body image looks like, but for like how I feel, like I want to feel good. And I don't want to have that afternoon crash or mood swings or yell at my kids and, and eat a nap every day and all that. And so I feel like I've really figured all that out and I'm so thankful. And it's so freeing to feel like I know how to nourish my body. 
But um, for sure, I mean, it still is, still is a sin struggle that I have to give to the Lord every day. Like, because I just, the comparison, like, I just feel like I still, my mind can go there. If I don't, in my quiet time, give it to the Lord every morning and, like, do, like, Team Jesus, he's my friend. We're going to do this day together. If I don't do that, like, at the grocery store, when somebody has, like, their Lululemon perfect spandex butt in my head, in my face, my head goes straight to... Her butt looks better than my butt. Like, immediately. Like, but if I give it to the Lord every day, I think, oh, well, she's getting after it at the the gym. Like, she looks great. Good for her. You know? But I really, and so really, I really feel like, I mean, if I, I I just have to give it to him every day. Because, but I do feel like over the years, my mind doesn't go there anymore. And I'm so thankful that I'm not, I don't have that comparison thing. Because, you know, y'all know comparison is the thief of all joy. Like, everybody knows that and it stinks. But um, we should all be on the same team. (laughs) And like, you know, way to go with your squats. So, but anyway, um, so, but for exercise, like, so I did, I used to overexercise. So now I just, I feel like I have to keep food and exercise like in this box of where it is and it just, or else it can be all consuming. So I feel like I've learned how to eat to satiety at a meal. So I'm not thinking about food again. Like, I feel like I used to always just think about food all the time. When you're, like, on a diet or something, it's like you're always like, oh, great, what am I going to eat for snack? Then what's for dinner? I'll just eat a bar to make my stomach stop growling. Like, all of that. So it's so nice to, I feel like I figured out to eat everything my body needs for nourishment at a meal to make it to the next meal so I don't have to think about it all the time. And that's very freeing, and I feel like food is what it is. Um, And, yes, food is fuel. Like, yeah, that sounds great. But it also is a really fun way to celebrate, and it also is um, a way to deal with stress. Like, it just is fun to eat chocolate. So you have to really just find balance. And, yes, food is fuel, but, like, when I think of Christmas, I think of, like, fudge and cheese log and Christmas cookies. Like, that's just cozy. And so you just have to figure out – I just feel like I figured out a balance to where there's no guilt, and it's just, like, a lifestyle in this gray area where I have Christmas cookies and then I'll have a salad at the next meal, and I feel great. And I'm not like, it's not like, I used to always be like, oh, I blew the day. Or like Friday night, Mexican, I already had chips, we'll forget it, let's have ice cream. Like, you know, it's always just like blow all or nothing, and I just feel like that dieting mentality is gone, and I'm so thankful. Um, so the, and I have Romans 8, this is where I, what I pray, and I give to the Lord every day when I, I have to, or else it's just an idol for me. Um, Romans 8, 12, 13, Dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. And so that's where I am, and I just have to daily choose to give it to Him. Because if you overthink it, I feel like it's um, it's glorifying yourself. Like you're thinking about yourself too much. I'm thinking about myself too much if I'm thinking about what I'm eating or how often I've exercised. And the Lord just doesn't want me to worry about stuff like that. And it's just not healthy. And that's not true health and wellness to overthink what you eat. And um, I just have to know where my identity is. And I just have to remind myself that every day and that my identity is in Christ. And it does not matter what the scale says. I don't really weigh myself anymore. Like, it just doesn't matter. y'all. It doesn't matter if you're fast touch. It doesn't matter if you have cellulite. Like, you can be really healthy and have cellulite. Like, not having cellulite, sometimes you're not very healthy. Like, you need a burger. So... But anyway, <laughs> some folks are hungry around here. But, um, and it makes me sad because I used to be there, so I can say that. And I do still, like, I can totally still stress eat. Um, 
especially around, you know, PMS. Uh, that just happens. But um, I feel like the Lord has given me like tips and tricks and tools to use when I want to eat my feelings. Like I'm really not hungry, but I just got the phone with somebody that makes me anxious or um, my kids are driving me crazy. Or so- It's always like the afternoon, that witching hour when they're all home from school and they're having a snack and then I want a snack, but I might not even be hungry. And then my snack will turn into like, uh oh, let's just go ahead and call it dinner because I just ate too much. Um, and I still do that. I'm not perfect, but I, I do feel like I've learned how to like truly feel my feelings or like I have a yoga mat in my bedroom. And so if like I'm anxious, I'll just go do down dog and deep breathe or do child's pose with my worship music on and I pray and I feel better. Or if I'm sad, I can do like watch Trey Kennedy on Instagram. Y'all, he's hilarious. <laughs> so like if I'm really sad or so, like he'll make me laugh. Like all of his videos make me laugh. So like just to switch that like emotion to not emotionally eat because like to eat when you're not hungry is just like putting a Band-Aid on something that needs stitches. Um, and so then you're just kind of like still anxious and like pissed that you're full. So, or that's, that's me. <laughs> like now my pants are tight. So what, that didn't do anything. I'm still mad. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I just, yeah, I just have to daily give that to him. And I just, I do feel like the Lord has given me like this passion for nutrition though. Um, and I feel like that's, I got certified to be a holistic health and wellness coach. And I feel like holistic sounds kooky, but it really just means like everything, like your sleep, your blood sugar, your hormones. Like there's just so much that goes into it more than just food and exercise. Um, and so I've done that recently and it's been fun. And I just think, I just love nutrition and I love researching it. I feel like the gospel truth is like never changed. It's like, you know, the same today, yesterday and tomorrow and everything. Um, nutrition truth is always changing. Like there's always new science and always new stuff coming out. And I just think it's interesting and I love all that. And I love the podcast and all that. So I just thought I'd go for it. And I thought maybe if I help one person just find real freedom, cause I love it. Um, also I wanted to mention exercise like for every once in a while so that I know that I'm not getting obsessed again with exercise. I like have to ask myself, um, are like, okay, Meredith, like, what if you can't work out for three weeks? Like, where does my, where does that take me? Like, where does my mindset go? Like, do I instantly, instantly, I'm like, oh my gosh, my thighs are going to be more squishy. Like, like, where does my mind take me? Or I'm like, whatever, so I don't have to exercise. Um, so I just have to kind of do check-ins and stuff like that. And I, I have little rules. Like I only run like three miles. I haven't ran six miles in 20 years. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I just feel like that would just be like that exercise obsession creeping back in. And I'm just not going to go there. It's not for body image half the time. It's totally just to make me like relieve my stress. Like running makes my um, shoulders less tense. Like I just feel better after I go for a 30 minute jog or um, the deep breathing in yoga just makes me feel better. And it is a stress relief. But I do feel like I've learned to um, like a way to exercise with true balance. Like I feel like if I have PMS or um, I'm going to be at the ballpark till 10 at night, like I'm not going to do hot yoga or a hit class. Like, I just can't like, like working out really hard is a stress on your body. Yeah. I mean, it's good for you. It breaks down your muscle, whatever, and makes you build more muscle, but also it's a stress. And like, I'm going to eat the whole kitchen by two in the afternoon or need a nap if I work out really hard and I can't rest. So like, if I know I'm going to stay up really late, I just listen to my body and I'll take the day off. Or if I'm just stressed about something else, I'll just go for a walk or do gentle yoga or do nothing. And I just, I just feel like I've learned this way just to live in normalcy where I'm not having to hit the gym every day. 
And if you can do like a hit class and then like a spin class and do all that and you feel great, great. I, but I can't. Like it makes me really tired and it wears me out and it'll make me um, want to emotionally overeat. So I am not perfect. Exercising can still be an idol for me and I can overthink it. And like I can get stressed out if I take more than four days a row off. And then this week running, I fell and um, I'm injured. And so I can't work out. And so I'm just going to rest. And I just think it's hilarious that um, like the sense of humor, like, well, there you go, Meredith. Now you can't exercise. But it was really a blessing because I got to study more and figure out what I was going to say on Friday. And I didn't have to think about exercising. I had a whole extra hour of my day and it was great. <laughs> like I like to say that I exercise to relieve stress, but since I'm injured and I can't and I've hurt my knee and I can't even just go for a walk or and my palms hurt. So I can't do down dog, which I love to do yoga to relieve my stress. So both of my exercise forms are taken away from me, but it's just funny. Cause it's like, um, can you just get rid of your stress with, with just Jesus? Can I just turn to Jesus and have that be what, I mean, what, what I go to and, and I can, and I have, and I can, but it's just funny. Cause I know I could, but I haven't been injured in a while and had to, but I'm thankful for that. I just love that. I can just, this has just been like a, a tool in the eye opening that I can just deal with my stress with giving it to the Lord every day and just him and me, I can get through anything. I don't really, you don't have to have exercise. All, all you need is Jesus. That's all I need. I just really all I found like true freedom in exercise and everything, but I do have to give it to Jesus every day because I care about where, how I look. I just do. Um, but I hope y'all like my story and that's my story. Thank you for joining us for Meredith's story today. One thing she shared several times throughout her story was that she surrenders to God on a daily basis all of her temptations and fears and frustrations. And that is how she's been able to find this freedom from diet fads and guilt and you know the pressure to fit into a certain pair of jeans and having to run so many miles every day. That's, that's so hard uh, to live under that pressure. And so she has found some freedom and just a whole new way of living through giving it to God on a daily basis. And just two days after Meredith shared that story, I came across a quote from C.S. Lewis, and it says, relying on God has to start all over every day as if nothing has yet been done. What a great reminder that God's just waiting for us every day to come before Him and to lay down at His feet all those things that weigh us down and that trouble us or discourage us. And we lay at His feet and then he enables us to walk in strength and freedom that day. So I hope that today you find freedom in that and knowing that God can enable you and empower you to fight whatever struggle you're dealing with. We appreciate you listening to us. And as always, you can find more information and any announcements on our social media accounts. And you can also go to our website, which is storytellerslive.org. Next Wednesday, we'll have another new story to share, so be sure to subscribe to whatever platform you use so that you'll automatically receive those episodes. And of course, we always appreciate any reviews and ratings and anything that helps spread the word of the podcast. Thank you for choosing to listen to Storytellers today, and we hope you'll join us again soon.